Welcome to the One Year Daily Chronological Bible Studies Podcast. This is Rodney Harrier, your host. If you are looking for a fresh and easy approach to read through God's Word and understand it, you have come to the right place. By following these chronological Bible studies, you will understand how the events, characters, and writings fit together in their proper sequence. What you learn can change your life forever. The title of today's lesson is, Five Ways to Have Peace with Our Neighbors. Today's Bible reading, 1 Chronicles 1, verses 32-34, Genesis 25, verses 1-6, through 6, Genesis 25, verses 19-26, through 26, Genesis 25, verses 7-11, through 11, and Genesis 26, verses 1-35. through 35. Loud noise, not respecting property rights, and even pranks make it difficult to love our neighbors. They may be inconsiderate, mean, or selfish. We might even experience problems with them just because we are Christians or because they're jealous of our success or family. How do we live peaceably with our neighbors? In today's Bible reading, Abraham is an old man. After the death of his wife Sarah, he gets remarried and has six more children. God is blessing Abraham as he promised. Genesis 15, verses 4 through 6, Genesis 17, verses 1 through 7. This faithful man lives peacefully in Canaan. However, his small family is increasing and becoming a large tribe of people. They are becoming so enormous, their neighbors fear Abraham will force them out of their region. Sometimes perceived threats can make those next to us nervous. For instance, suppose a rich religious group moves into the neighborhood and starts buying many houses. Would we fear they might take over the area and force their beliefs upon us? It's only natural to protect what is ours. That protection can lead us into contention with those next to us. This happens between Isaac, Abraham's chosen son, and the people in Gerar. This city, southwest in the land of Canaan, near the Mediterranean Sea, fears Abraham's family will take over their land. How can Abraham's family live peacefully with their neighbors? How can we? First, trust God. It's because of God's grace and his promise to Abraham that God favors Isaac. He doesn't need to fear his neighbors because God is with him, protecting him. We don't need to fear either. Like Isaac, we need to be genuine Christians and trust God to take care of us. If God increases our family, wealth, influence, or popularity, we should be humble and thankful. We can faithfully serve the Lord and others in our community using what God supplies. Second, be truthful and transparent. When we're open and honest, it's helpful in establishing good relationships with those next to us. Isaac, however, is deceptive and he doesn't fully trust God. As in Abraham's time, there's another famine in the land of Canaan. Because of it, Isaac seeks more fertile soil. However, the Lord tells him not to go down to Egypt. So, like his father, he sets up his tents in Gerar, the land of the Philistines. There Isaac copies Abraham's shrewd behavior. He deceives them because he fears his neighbors might kill him and take his pretty wife and possessions. He tells them his wife Rebekah is his sister. Isaac's lie gets him into trouble. 
Lying is the wrong way to begin relationships. It makes people angry and they don't trust you. Despite that, God is gracious. King Abimelech protects him and his wife from harm. Third, how do we deal with contentious neighbors? How would we respond if he contested our property's borders or cut down a beautiful tree we planted because he claimed its branches overhung his property? Or what would we do if someone next to us parked in front of our house, in our parking place, even if the area was owned by the city? Would we have fights with him? Would we take him to court? Look at what happened to Isaac. Isaac planted crops in the land and the same year reaped a hundredfold because the Lord blessed him. The man became rich and his wealth continued to grow until he was very wealthy. He had so many flocks and herds and servants that the Philistines envied him. So all the wells his father's servants had dug in the time of his father Abraham, the Philistines stopped up, filling them with earth. Genesis 26 verses 12 through 15. Three times Isaac tries to reopen the wells, but the Philistines oppose him. They are afraid of him because his family is growing so large. They acknowledge that Isaac's God is significantly increasing their numbers and wealth. Now they want distance between their nation and this huge nation cropping up in their backyard. They don't want to face them in a battle someday. What does Isaac do? He doesn't fight them. Instead, he moves on until he digs a well which they don't contest, although this is far south of his original dwelling. Fourth, be gracious. Are we to give in to injustice? Not necessarily, but why not lay the groundwork for good neighbor relations? Just because he's contentious doesn't mean we have to be. A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Proverbs 15.1 If issues fester and come to a head, could we give in and bring healing? Why not rather be hurt or treated unjustly than harm our testimony for Christ? The Apostle Paul says in 2 Timothy 2.24, the Lord's servant must not quarrel. Instead, he must be kind to everyone, able to teach, not resentful. Taking our clue from Isaac and his problems with Abimelech, if we can't work out issues reasonably, it may be best to give up some space. Sometimes it's better to move than to keep arguing and fighting with someone next door. Before we make that decision, however, we should try unconditionally loving our neighbor. Let's pray about this. God cares for him and us. Fifth, seek peace. The Lord wants Isaac to settle in Gerar for a time during the famine. Eventually, this will be part of Israel's inheritance. While there, Isaac can be an excellent testimony to his neighbor. We can ask the Lord for a loving heart toward our neighbors and seek how we may help or encourage them. Let's seek peaceful resolutions. Perhaps the Lord will give us a place of peace without moving. Here are some takeaway lessons. Living peacefully with our neighbor starts with trust. We need to be genuine Christians and trust God to take care of us. Let's be humble and thankful for the Lord's grace in our lives and faithfully serve Him and others. Lying is the wrong way to begin relationships. Let's live truthfully and try to live in peace with our neighbors. Just because a neighbor is contentious doesn't mean we have to be. Sometimes it is better to move and argue and fight with our neighbors. But first, let's try to love them unconditionally. Focus first. 2 Timothy 2.24 The Lord's servant must not quarrel. 
Instead, he must be kind to everyone, able to teach, not resentful. Please join me for prayer in response to today's Bible study. Dear Lord, we are once your enemies because of our sins, yet your Son Jesus gave his life for us so we could be in your heavenly kingdom. Praise your wonderful name. May we serve our neighbors even sacrificially and live in peace with them so our testimony might draw them into your kingdom. May you accomplish your will in our lives by our humble obedience. Forgive us if we sought revenge against our neighbor and help us forgive any ill treatment toward us. Lead us away from the temptation to be mean or selfish and please help us resist the devil's attempts to ruin our testimony with our neighbors. In Jesus' name, as his followers, we pray we will do and say what pleases you. Amen. Even though Isaac gets peace with his neighbors, he experiences turmoil in his home because of favoritism and overzealous ambitions. Looking ahead, what are the dangers of favoritism and overzealous ambitions? Find out in our next lesson. You will find a written record of today's episode on our website, www.chronologicalbiblestudies.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you can receive the episodes as soon as they are available. Thank you for joining us. Remember, go with God and He goes with you.